All right, let's go. All right. Penis. <laughs> everyone and welcome to another episode of the four jobbers podcast i am of course ginger heat one of the four jobbers i am the orange one and i am joined by i was gonna say the bearded one but you can't see him if you are listening you'll understand that he is the body from kirk jordan d's all the way from edinburgh scotland so he is the scottish one he is our resident AEW mark. I'm just delaying to see how long he goes until he gets mad. But here he is. Jordan, what up? <laughs> Boys, I'm steaming. <laughs> you get it live this week. There's no drop. I'm fresh. I'm ready to go. Yes, I've just... I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. But I've um, I've just come from a, a leave-and-do from work. I told him I would do it. Shout out to our boy, Andre, the Italian stallion. Andre. left... Uh, my place of work, which I won't say the name of, of course. Um, beta! There we go. He is a beta. Uh, he is moving on to f- you know, greener pastures. Uh, so, yeah, we wish him the best. We love him. That's He's awesome good news. Good for him. Yeah. He's a good guy. Really good guy. Yeah, Andre's a great guy. Great guy. Yeah. He's going to be missed. Uh, and a hell of a footballer as well. He, yeah. We f- He's like a wee bull. He's like He's the only guy on the team shorter than me. Yeah, there you go. Four <laughs> foot two or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy, though. Not by much. Um, but yes, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling I'm feeling excited. I've had a few drinks. That, you know, woo, a couple of wobbly pops, as Brad calls them. But yeah, I'm feeling good. Well, we have another jobber with us. We have him for a little while because he's going to sneak off to the valet soon. He is, of course, the waxy, the venomous, the son of the dentist, the wax mamba. What is going on, buddy? Oh, I'm doing well. The valet is COVID-free at this point. We got, well, she did a rapid test yesterday. It was negative. Negative. Yes. So we're good to go. We're back. Speaking of wobbly pops, uh, Brad and I uh, had more than our fair share of pops on Sunday for uh, the McBry Festival, St. Patty's Day. Of course. I... I there's definitely some blank spots in that afternoon uh, for me, for sure. And in honor of St. Patrick's Day, I'm pretty sure at one point I just did the old Irish goodbye and uh, dipped. But nice. otherwise, I am well. <coughs> yeah, you know, you can't see it behind me, but the sun is setting at 7 p.m. And later for the next several months, Jordan, you must be eagerly awaiting that time change as well. Right. It's, yeah, it's this I weekend. mean, we're yeah, we're our clocks change. This is the time of the year, ladies and gentlemen, where it's things bright. go a bit mental for me because I have to record this podcast at ten p.m. instead of um, eleven p.m. I had to do the maths there. There we go. <laughs> Minus. Um, and yeah, there's that whatever messes me up. But yeah, you're right. It changes for us next week. No, this weekend, someone like that. Uh, so I will. Oh, Oh dear! Yeah, I am yeah. not gonna. Something about Bones Highland. I don't know what that is. Demons. Don't know who that is. Demons. <laughs> that was the state of me. Yeah. <laughs> That's why my voice is a little bit extra. There's nothing better. Sensual than this week. Really drunk, Brad. <laughs> oh yeah, he comes out every now and then. Really? It, it, it's 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 rare. But when it's, you get it's it, rare, but yeah. Oh. 
Do you have any any memories, uh, Jordan, that you wanted to uh, share with the, the I, job I, reverse, or they're, I, they're not uh, really air, I, I promise, airable? <laughs> I promised you that I would never share what happened in hot peppers. Um, so yeah, I, peppers. I will keep I will keep what happened to Prague <laughs> in Prague. Oh yeah, you know? no, that one. Yes, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no Prague conversation. That's 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 good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce the other jobber. Of course, we have. This other guy, he knows a little bit about Drunken Brad. He is the enigmatic, the charismatic, that son of a gun, Jason. They hate Jason. One of Don't, a kind. They What's hate Dante. I know Dante. enough to stay away from Drunk Brad unless I'm on equal level of drunkness because uh, that is required. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. What's your question? There, I asked how, how you're doing. Uh, you know, I'm good. Yesterday it was uh, <laughs> just like one of those days where you wake up and you just want to break everything. I don't, I don't know why. And then I woke up today and I was like, I only want to break a few things. So that's progress. That's it's it. like so uh, I'm feeling pretty that's good. A Limp Biscuit song. Break things, stuff, or whatever he says. Yeah. Break I like things. this new angle on Jason. By the way, we got to put this on video up at uh, either a clip or something because Jason, camera right on you, talking into the camera. Looks like he's talking right into your soul. Makes you feel. He's All kinds sexy. of things, I'm sure. He's looking real sexy. <laughs> Got a different view, different, uh, different area. Yeah, we can see your outlook. whole your whole flat. Different yeah. outlook on life. Where's the where's the? No, that's cat? the same. Oh, okay. Uh, the he's over there instead of on his tree, sleeping on a chair. Ah, oh, nice. You so you went out and bought him an entire tree that you can. Nah, sleep Brad in. gave it he to chose, me. He chose he chose the chair instead. <laughs> so oh, it's okay. Brad's extra. Oh, okay, fair. So you paid nothing for it. The cats. I ordered. Would prefer I ordered one off Amazon. It was missing one part, and they're like, "Well, we're just gonna send you a new tree." No. Like, okay. And then eventually, when it wore down, there I had to buy a new tree. So I had a box full of parts, and Jason and our other buddy were able to amalgamate a brand new tree out of it. Housing pussies. <laughs> Yesterday, went to a comedy show. Saw Bianca del Rio. Nice. It was uh, fantastic. Very vulgar. Very, you know who that older. is? Jordan? Me, from yeah. um, uh, Drag Race, right? Ah, That's it. Yeah. Good call. Man, I was surprised you knew that. But uh, definitely Waxman knows her uh, very well. Winner. and Winner, yeah, champion. Clean, you know, destroyed. Probably the GOAT of that I would show, say the goat. at least. Boston Rob of that show? Boston Rob of that show. Mm. <laughs> She's definitely the funniest, for sure. Student of comedy, loves comedy. And uh, a lot of f bombs, a lot of a lot of vulgarities <coughs> being sprown everywhere. Sprown, and, uh, no. I don't know. <laughs> sprown, sprown. Uh, it's uh, it was on Wordle. I don't know. Um, oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> what uh, is happening in the world of wrestling? It seems like not a lot of crazy stuff is happening. There's not a lot of big news, and again, it it feels like it. There should be. We're winding up to WrestleMania here. And well, the most exciting news days. that we're about to hear about from Mr. Waxman is going to be a bald son of a gun. Is that the biggest news in wrestling this uh, week? No, I would this say there's... is the news. Oh, there it is. There yeah, there's the news. Uh, I would say there's one that's arguably bigger, although it's kind of the least... Again, we, we had one worst-kept secret, uh, which was this thing we're about to talk about, but now there's a new worst-kept secret in wrestling uh, that's also... Here, but yeah, it's been a bit of a quiet news week. If we miss something, uh, Jobber Nation, you can yell at us. Mm. Please yell at us. Like, it's a Jobberverse. Jobberverse. Sorry. My apologies. The Jobbertopia. Ooh. 
I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing I'm just things. Boys, out there. I'm. F- <laughs> I am steaming. It's unreal, boy. <laughs> but yes, let's start with what Brad was alluding yes. to. And yes, uh, um, Raw opened up with a big ball. The freak, but not the ball. The freak that fans were hoping to see when the music started <laughs> and the glass broke. No, it was a different ball. The freak. It was Kevin Owens doing the whole rug pull. Stone Cold Steve Austin's music plays. Out comes Kevin Owens, clearly in a bald cap. I don't think he's actually committed to the shaving of the head. Unless he's he he peeling. The, the yeah, skin he peeling. on the back, too. On the back, he's peeling. Rip it into, yeah. And he did, it. Coming off. he did the double. He did the double because he, he, he came out. And then while he was talking, he did it again. It reminds me of Shawn Michaels in Montreal when he made Bret Hart's music play. Ah, it's the so exact good. same thing. It's a great way to get nuclear heat. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people are kind of being like, eh, I don't know if I want to see KO versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I'm hyped now. I, I mean, I don't love that KO's like, I just suddenly hate Texans, but... This got you hyped for it? I think just the way Kevin Owens is, is playing the role, it, taking what he's been given, even if it's not great, and he's making me excited for it. I want to see what's going to happen between Stone Cold and Kevin Owens. What do yeah, you guys I mean, think? If if you if you forget how this came about and you just focus on the content that we've got now, it's it, it's exactly what you'd want it to That's be. Like Kale coming out with the bald wig and you know drinking beer, but then not actually drinking the beer and stuff. Doesn't like beer. Exactly. <laughs> like that's that's perfect. That is exactly. Put on what, that fucking jobber. Who is yeah. that guy? I love if, him. If you want that feud to. be to be a thing this is the perfect way to do it we're just we just didn't like the way that it appeared because it was ridiculous but what we've got is good so far yeah i'm here for it jason i'm just upset it's not going to be a match it's just the ko show like at first i didn't even want a match like i said because when sean michaels when sean michaels came back and undertaker like i didn't want it to be a horrible match but then they hyped me up so much that i thought maybe austin's been training this whole time and it would be a decent match so that's like, a lot of the news the coming out is that austin is in the best shape he has been trying to prepare but, but his now, body for it he has been trying to get ready so that's they're, they're doing a good job hyping that part of it it's like okay austin's coming in and he he wants to you know he's been talking a lot about leaving properly and wanting to, if he's gonna come back he wants to do it right and have a good match and he keeps saying that match so at any point, they can change this. I mean, Seth Rollins doesn't have a match yet. <coughs> well, no, but he also doesn't have a, a get like a show announced. Like we <laughs> know, we know what KO is doing. So why would they turn it into yeah. a match last minute if it's going to be a match? What? Well, instead of just it being a show, why not just say, okay, well, they're going to have a match. That's what they should do, but it's because I don't think well, it is a now match. That, now that KO has come out and pretended to be Steve Austin, Austin must be offended. Is he going to send another video or reply, flattered. or is he going to show up? I believe flattered. News... He's just like, oh, that was very good. Uh, we're, the feud is over. <laughs> I believe <laughs> the rumor. Rollins instead. <laughs> I believe the rumor is that, or, or the, at least the theory is that Austin. Austin. Uh, <laughs> the Austin theory is that uh, he will show up on the Saturday. They'll have an altercation, and it will have a match on Sunday. That, that I believe oh, was the that's what I thought. That's what I double around. dose. A double dose, and. Well, I'll let you guys finish with your thoughts, but there is another storyline that might also follow that path that we're going to talk about in a second here. Well, okay. Well, Brad mentioned Seth Rollins, so the thought, 
Although it may happen with the way Seth's storyline is progressing. It may happen next Monday on Raw. Mm. But the thought is that Seth is going to come out and hold WrestleMania hostage on Saturday. Basically saying if he can't have a match, no match can take place. Boom, out comes again the WWE's worst kept secret. Apparently who signed, has signed his WWE contract even a couple weeks ago. And they've been keeping it under wraps. And he's going to debut sometime between or re-debut between now and WrestleMania night itself. And that is Cody Rhodes. The rumor's have been swirling around, and it seems, it seems like now it is confirmed. Cody will be here, and he is coming soon. Sooner Why than someone else. Why would he fight Seth? <laughs> oh, I, are you complaining? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I'm complain. not complaining. I'm just curious. What's the point? Like, why would he fight Seth? Seth wants like, a be, match. He Cody would fight Seth because he can yeah, uh, like WWE doesn't give you reasons. WWE, yeah, WWE. If he if he came out as Stardust, would you still pop? I would pop. I don't think he comes back if it's Stardust. I don't think so either, but I'd still pop. Or Stardust came out, but it wasn't him, and then he he came behind and beat him up, and then went down to the ring. Or if he comes out as Stardust, has to be like at the beginning before he got super weird and like horrible. Hmm. Right at the beginning, uh, he was he, he was like it's it was good at a point. Oh, he went from like Stardust stuff. to Job Dust. We need Stardust. Job yeah. Dust. Job Dust. Gilbert. Just, you dust. know what? The best thing though is Cody Rhodes. Give me Cody. So Rhodes. So we we spoke a little bit about this before Brad appeared in the old chat when we were talking about it, right? Brad, I want your opinion on this. You big stinky freak. <laughs> this is the one of the worst kept secrets in wrestling. I'm going to cycle back a few years, right? A pretty well-kept secret was the Hardy Boys deb- debuting, re-debuting mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. That music hits. My eyes melted in their head, right? I was watching it with, with our boy Dave Forster, and I was like, this is the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. The Hardy Boys are back. I didn't yeah. really know about it. There was a bit of a rumor, but it was nowhere near confirmed. This feels confirmed, right? This feels like it's absolutely happening. What do you think about... Twitter, social media, <clears throat> forums, whatever it is, spoiling, because that's what this is, spoiling these returns or these debuts or whatever. And, and before I get you to answer, for me, I've just watched The Batman. I went to see it in cinema mm. the other day, right? Yeah. Whether I liked it or not is not the point here, right? If somebody had told me how that went before I'd watched it, I would have knocked them out. What's your opinion of, of these spoilers being out there? Preferably, I don't want to hear anything. In an ideal world, I want to be completely surprised. I want WWE, WWE, WWE to go all out and do like they have done in the past and hide the people as much as they can. Do not allow anyone to know about it. That was one of the spoilers. They're going to hide Ideally. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they did with AJ. Uh, they hit like yeah, right, so it is jet, still doable bus. in today's yeah. day and age. There will always be someone that says they called it, but that's because if there's a situation where we don't know who's going to be involved, everyone takes a guess at it, right? And you just try to guess something. Wow. Yeah. But for signings and things like that, I mean, I'd rather not know. I'd rather not expect the music at all. Does it? Is it the end of the world? And what I think music it is he going to have? On which star? I don't know. I, I for a minute I thought it was gonna be Shattered Dreams. <laughs> Comes out as Gold Dust 2.0. <laughs> but no, I just so, want him to have Cody Rhodes. I don't care. Maybe his his dad's theme. I don't know. 
He's gonna, oh, he's gonna oh, be America. Uh, no, I just I don't know what music he would have, but I, um, I just wanted to be Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. Yeah, I wanted to be AEW Cody Rhodes because I did not give a shit about Cody Rhodes in WWE ever. I don't think I'm not saying no, he wasn't I good. Was the guy did I, no, there was um, well, but like I miss I missed his whole I missed a, a lot of it push. to be to be fair. I missed his mustache. I missed his broken face thing. I missed a lot of it. His no knee pads, all that. He was like, in so many big storylines for a while. I never liked big him. Matches. I never cared I, about him. I thought he was a great worker, great mid-carder in WWE. Um. I, I, I want to play a devil's advocate. I'm going to have a controversial opinion. Oh, shout out Gilbert. Gilbert. Um, I don't really mind being spoiled uh, okay. as much as I think the average person does. And that goes for everything, whether it's movies, wrestling. Maybe it's anxiety. It's like, <laughs> kind of like getting to know what's you going on. Not, not, you don't mind spoilers? Like, well, oh, think he about dies it. at the end think of the about movie. It. Okay, well, let's not go to movies. Let's talk about wrestling specifically. Okay, but you said movies too. One of the yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> I'll still stand by that. But I want to say, um, remember when WCW tried to undercut mm. WWF and say, yeah. "Hey, Mick Foley's going to win the world championship tonight." You would mm-hmm. think, "Oh, well, I don't need to see that." That's what they thought. No, inter- instead, millions of people tuned in. And I'll go a more recent example too: AEW. Everyone knew Daniel Bryan was going to show up at that whatever event it was. And it gave them the ability to kind of sneak Adam Cole hmm. under. So True. I think if they strategically leak some things, I think it actually kind of increases and expands the kayfabe reach a little bit. And you're expecting like if- this and something you're not expecting can come in. For me, I, I think it's also just... Even if I know what's going to happen, I still want to tune in and see how it's going to happen. So if someone tells me, okay, Cody Rhodes is going to show up at WrestleMania, I still want to tune in and see the pop and see the reaction. They, that's probably what they got. You got to leak Cody Rhodes because you want to get those fans in. Because Cody Rhodes exactly. is not a mainstream guy. Like if Brock Lesnar shows up out of nowhere and everybody knows who he is. And maybe you grab those nobody AEW knows fans. Except for wrestlers. Yeah, and now AEW fans want to see Cody see show up. Yeah. See, you know. That's fair. Cody Rhodes is a wrestling fans guy. He's not. Yeah. A, I mean, I, I think he's done some more in pop culture in the states recently, and oh, true, the Go Big Show and all that kind of stuff. True. So maybe that's why they want to leak his name, just so that people go, "I'll tune in." The problem I have with it is, I'd the, personally rather not know. From the purest <laughs> in me, I want to watch the content week by week and then see the pay per view. So yeah. that when I get to the pay per view, I see something, I go. My mind is blown. You yes, know? you want. I want to be invested in the story. But there is still a part of me that, yeah, you're right. If there's build up and there's this person's rumored, this person's rumored, I will also tune in because I want to see how it pans out. You're right, Wags. You're gonna and, you're gonna watch either way. Yeah, and how many times are those dirt sheets I prefer wrong? The surprise. We've been waiting for a Bailey return for months. We yeah. waited for Becky Lynch's return for I think a year, and then Lacey when she Evans actually, as well, Lacey, man. yeah. Like, so you know, just because it shows up on a dirt sheet, right? Cody was supposed to come back uh, two weeks ago on Raw, and he didn't. Mm. So I think it's almost like okay, well, he's coming back at some point, right? I gotta keep tuning in, and I'm not saying that's a great reasoning, but for me, I think I don't mind as much the destination as long as the journey is still satisfying. If it's a shitty return then, yeah, I'm a little annoyed that I found out about it because then the only thing that was novel about it was the surprise. Yeah. But if, despite the surprise being gone, it's still a satisfying 
return, a good pop, a good reaction. It, it's, you know, at the right place, at the right person. I think it's still fine. And, and there's plenty of times where I knew it was coming. Like uh, Brock Lesnar's first return in 2012. Everyone knew that was coming. And I still marked the fuck out what had happened. <laughs> yeah, I was, so. I tuned in. I watched the entire show. I waited, I waited, I waited. And it was still amazing to see him come back. Hmm. So that, that, that I think there's still a way you can do it. That even if it's spoiled, <clears throat> you still get the satisfaction. That's all. Okay. The end result is spoiled, but yeah, yeah, you're right. The journey, it, the, the how it happens, how it yes. But I empathize with people who are more spoiler averse. Hundred percent. I know that's my opinion. It just know? it just takes one piece away. Sure, you still have like sure to be fulfilled. It still be great. You still tune in, but you did take the surprise away. It's a nice little cherry on top. You can't. I mean, yeah. movies. Come on. Oh, well, don't movies, movies is a different shows in that movies category. Movies is different. Movies is different. Because you because you're saying Cody's coming back. You're not saying everything he's gonna do and who's gonna win and all that, right? Yeah, but you could still see the synopsis of a movie. Like uh, here, uh, Game of Thrones. I read the of a movie, but I read not, the books of you know. Game of Thrones. Yeah. And so when I watched the show, I knew it was gonna go down, and I was still yeah. excited to see how it played out. And I knew yeah. everything the end, that was going to happen. When it was right? ending, you didn't read the books at the end because it wasn't written yet. Yeah. yeah. If somebody spoiled that, that would have sucked. Yeah but, yeah, but so imagine I spoiled what the the main plot line is in The Sixth Sense. I was just thinking that. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's one movie. <laughs> but everyone's where, yeah. like, that's, oh, I called a it a mile away, anyways, bro. I'm like, yeah, right. No, no, you didn't. Stop being a freak. You know, get out of here. <laughs> like. If if I was to spoil the that would mess up the whole plot though that would mess up everything. You yeah. would just be like, well, what's the point in this film? That the, the, there's nothing about the journey that would salvage that. M Night. So well, then it's Shut maybe up. not a good film. Ah, maybe. I mean, again, interesting point. I'm not out here to point. say if you get spoiled, too bad, eat shit. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what you I'm know? hearing. If if you don't <laughs> want to get spoiled, I respect that, and I'm not going to go out of my way to spoil it because I'm not an asshole spoiled milk spoiled milk that's right tarnished but, wax tarnished wax Ooh. that's right he's going all hard now he's playing elden ring he's ruthless yeah ruthless but aggression i think it says something about the quality of a work of media that you can be spoiled and still enjoy you can still salvage it you could still that's salvage a good it point. but can all right. media it, do this no it still takes not. away from it. It definitely it, takes uh, away. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's not arguable, just a cheap, sure. a cheap. It's not just a cheap surprise. And once the pop's gone, there's no depth or no substance. It's like sometimes all right, you don't want to know your gift. Yeah, I want a surprise gift sometimes. That's yeah. it. It's it's not it's all point. about. But then you also have because if you rely too much on the surprise, then suddenly, well, I don't need to do the rest because as long as I have a good shocking moment, yeah, then no one else is going to care about the rest. It's like. Uh, no, I can't think of an example. You could say later Game of Thrones. Later Game of Thrones, they tried very much to do the surprise. And mm. look where that ended up. Mm. The show yeah. is now no longer revered. It is in the bin. But that show was... Uh, they I didn't do think... anything. Everything they did was bad. It was badly done. Well, exactly. Wait, That's what I'm saying. It was Game badly done now? and they relied on... Mm. Well, they, they hate the ending. Well, they not all surprises ending. are good, but either way, I don't want to know it necessarily. But it's what happens when you rely on the surprise factor to make up for a lackluster other I parts. Know what you, I know what you yeah. mean. 
I know yeah. what you mean. That, that's you, that's just my argument. You could say that's that about it. like WCW booking in like 2099. It was all yeah. like surprise champions and no substance, no story, no yeah. nothing. It's like, oh, but, yeah. I know like how mean. much do we care about Goldberg coming back now? Oh, are we surprised? Sure. Zero sucks still. Yes. But his first but his first, <laughs> his first one was The first one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Undertaker sure. losing for the first time at WrestleMania. Yeah, I didn't want to. I'm so glad I didn't know that was coming. Yeah. Seth yeah. Rollins cashing in. You watch that WrestleMania oh. knowing he's going to cash in. It's not the same as being 100%. like. 100%. <gasps> Hundred percent. No, it's, it's, it's yeah. It's, it depends on what you're talking about. But it yeah. depends on. The, I think it's, it really. De- you're right. You guys both have points. You all have points. I don't it just, think there's I one think right answer. It depends on the situation yeah. as if well. The, like I said earlier, the gravity of it. You know, like yeah. certain stars. Ah, guess what? Scorpio Sky or whatever's coming. If a surprise <laughs> is no a surprise, then it makes sense. But if you've got something like the build-up for Seth Rollins to WrestleMania, the build-up for KO. If you're building up anything, a surprise is never going to be a surprise because there's been a build. But if you've got something like somebody cashing in their money in the bank, you don't need to spoil that. You don't need to build it. You don't need to do anything. Literally just make it happen. And that's why these things work well. And sometimes Mm. I don't want to be surprised. I want what I think is going to happen to happen. Seth True. is complaining he doesn't have a match. Of course he's going to get a match. Of course Cody's going to come back and say, well, you want a match? You got a match. And I'll be happy, yeah. even if I wasn't surprised. Yeah, true. True. There you anyway, go. That's, my, that's my diatribe. I actually did a whole paper on this in, in university on spoilers, so that's why I guess right. I have stuff on the cuff ready lo- to go. I would love to hear you and uh, Ev talk one day about spoilers. That'd be great. Uh, is that a big spoiler? Uh, he hates, hates spoilers. spoilers. He doesn't want to hear the title of the movie or like who's. He loves be. the surprise. <laughs> he wants all of it to be a surprise. He doesn't and know I, I don't think that's bad, by the way. I think that's. I, no, no, I, no I, I totally respect that. It's surprise. A, I'm not going to go out here and start spoiling stuff for people. A beautiful mind was like that. I didn't know anything about the movie. Never heard of it before. Uh, Walked into it, seen watched it. it, and then went. One of my oh. favorite. I do think there's a statute of limitation on spoilers, though. Yes. If sure. I oh, tell course, people Snape kills Dumbledore, you can't freak out. That that book's been out for 20 years. No, no. Of course, True. of course, of course, of course. So there's there's a limit. There's a limit. You can't. I'm not gonna. You know, if I spoil Casablanca for you, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah, that's very fair. That is fair. What other so, news? Anyway, do we have? the last news is probably the most exciting piece of news. More than Cody, because more this than KO person versus has Austin set, at WrestleMania. That's right. This person is a WWE record holder, according to Gareth Morgan of What Culture. This is oh. the person who has gone the longest between the beginning of their vignettes and their actual <laughs> debut. Uh, Emelina oh. was, of course, the, the, the previous record holder, Brad's, record Brad's holder. girl. Wow. It is He's now really record holder. Veer Mahan, but the good news is Veer Mahan was lost somewhere, don't know where, but he's found his way to Raw. He is coming on the Raw after WrestleMania, which makes sense. At this point, it's too soon to get him on Raw uh, on WrestleMania itself. May as well start him when the new season kicks off. Do you care, though, fellas? No. Do you care? Um, no, actually, wait. I, I mean, I'm not going to say 0%, right? Because, listen, this like when they first said Veer's coming, I'm like, okay, who cares? Because they jobbed him out before he was a he sure. wasn't a good commodity anymore. But then it turned into a meme, its own thing. It became funny, got steam. So now I actually want to see what they're gonna do. Even if it's just sure. one night, I'm curious to see. Are they gonna bring him in a surprise? I don't want. And now I'm expecting something. Is it and deliberate though? Is does that mean it? Works? I think at this point, yeah, that's what I'm that, saying. That, Maybe it's deliberate. So has the marketing worked? Like Maybe I, 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 nobody yeah. cared before. I'm mild, mildly interested. Right. 
I went from zero all, to mild, so like I, I'm not gonna tune into Raw live and be like, oh shit, Sir fear's Peter. coming. Yeah. No, but I, <laughs> I, I want, I will look to see. I'm what gonna they did. watch the Raw after WrestleMania because it's the Raw after yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, watch it anyways. Yeah, but oh, uh, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's. Uh, but he could, he could I'm be watch, great. I'm watch it. Who knows? Like, oh yeah, that guy's coming back. I wonder when he yeah, comes back. Man, it could be great. We're talking about him, and if he just came, good. if he came after the first week of vignettes, he already would have been probably buried and forgotten. I, so I think the WWE saw people were making jokes about it, and they decided, okay, they kept doing it. I like let's, that. Let's stretch it out a little bit longer. Let we'll have some fun mm. with it. I don't know if that's the right way to do it every time, but maybe maybe it'll pay off. No, let's please see. don't make it every time. If this is a one-time thing where they're yeah. finally following through with the longest one ever, when it's already a joke, how long they make this thing happen, and then all of a sudden this like. Yeah, now this, this this works. I'm great. Like, but he's gonna show up. He's gonna have suspenders on. He's gonna be a clown or something because Madcap <laughs> here. <laughs> he's gonna team up with Madcap Clown and uh, throw some people on their necks. I don't know with uh, the Mad Clown Moss. <laughs> nice. And that is uh, that was the news with a little um, philosophical that spoiler discussion. Discussion uh, molded in a special episode of the news. Ah, uh, I like it. Uh, so Have you heard it. of our Lord and Savior? Ooh. Veer Mahan? <laughs> Veer Mahan. Maybe he will save us. So are we going to jump into everyone's favorite segment? Which uh, one? What is it? Jason's homework of the week. Oh, oh we're going to okay. do that now? Or, or are we going to jump into one good, one pish? Still with Jason. It's a very Jason-heavy episode. Yeah, we've got Jason. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Oh, why do you keep playing? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, let's just get one good one pish over with because uh, I'll touch with the good first because uh, we talked about it a bit already. So my good is going to be Kevin Owens. Wax touched, up, uh, touched on Kevin Owens. This is bald head a little it's bit. It's me, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like he said, I wasn't super high on this uh, Austin thing from the beginning. And... It's hard enough to build a match with two people, but Kevin Owens is technically, you know, pretty much doing it on his own. He's building this on his own. Every week he goes out on his own. He talks on his own. And who else can do it like Kevin Owens can do it? Give him anything. He'll make it somewhat interesting. He's, he's fully bought in. He's doing a good job. He's going out there every week. He's getting heat. He's making people hate him, even though deep down they probably still love him because he's great. He's sh- he looks like Austin, except his big belly a little bit. But from behind, uh, for a while, he did kind of look like Austin. Might, it was ni- yeah. it was nice. It was cool. He pulled the the, the classic fat girls. Yeah, he pulled the classic yeah, the, um, the classic bait and switch like uh, HBK with the music and with the glass shattering. After we haven't heard it for so long, was fantastic, fantastic. He's done a great job. So I got to give props to him. Got to give him the good. Uh, Kevin Owens. Is I got to give a shout out. You know, on the good. As well to Sami Zayn. He's been very funny because the Johnny Knoxville thing has been a little weird. Hey, whose segment is this? <laughs> Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> I'm taking over like I, like I do. The plane in the sky with Sami Zayn's phone number and then all like the uh, yeah. FaceTimes and stuff he's been getting. It's been pretty funny. Right. So shout out to him. He's doing a great job off camera, like off the show. Like yeah. Because well, they're not giving him any time on camera. So you got to do with what you can, right? The last time he was on camera, uh, he was losing his intercontinental title. Yes, which we will touch on the IC title later. So, will he be uh, anyone's best Intercontinental Champion of all time? We will see. Anyone else want to touch on Kevin Owens' bald head? Or uh, <laughs> I would love to touch his bald head to see what the material is made of. Um, but the actual content that you're talking about? No. I've, uh, yeah. I, I, it was very well done. I enjoyed okay, it. So my bad might be the first time I'd ever given either one of these two a bad 
Oh, it's it's Roman Reigns Sasha. and Brock Lesnar. Uh, oh wow! It's not it's not bad enough that I'm not interested in what they're doing, or I just don't think it's on par with what it's been so far. And I'm still excited to see them fight, but boo indeed. <laughs> but like, and it made me think about like when obviously when the Attitude Era was a thing. I was younger. I probably loved the ridiculousness of it and didn't question it as much. You know, like when Stone Cold lifted Triple H like 100 feet in the air with his car and dropped him and killed mm. him essentially and then he was on <laughs> raw the next day like now that would piss me off and be like that's stupid i don't want to see that but back then i was like that's great it's an austin moment you know what i mean the moment but then when he comes back we do complain about it. of course we would complain about it so i mean this one it kind of, i don't know i'm on the fence did it make roman look weak he was running away from brock lesnar my, my rationale behind it was, okay, Roman knows that he screwed him over, beat him down with three guys. He made him super angry. So the anger levels aren't the same right now. Brock is steaming like Jordan. So maybe he just wants to separate himself until Brock calms down. I, I don't know. I was trying to work it out in my head, but I didn't like seeing him run. I didn't like seeing Brock try to murder them. I didn't like seeing the Usos selling a uh, forklift metal beam to their face like they got scratched. I didn't like the fact that they stayed in the car, even though they could have got out the other side. There's oh. just so so many things that I was questioning. Maybe I'm being too harsh. I don't know. It was, I did like that when he ripped the door off the car and brought it to the ring. That was cool. They should have just kept that. Uh, it was just I such just, a weak rip, though. It just like it just it like, was a weak came rip off into his hands. But like, like you could say they they drove. Yeah. He's so strong that he had a hold on it, and they drove away. So yeah, it just went with again. Him. That's that's the least of it. It was just one. That's, that's like a cherry on top of the shit pile. But it, it was just it just I just didn't like it. It just didn't feel right. You know, it just felt too much. I'm kind of done with this kind of ridiculous. Like, where do you go from here? You try to murder you with a forklift. Now, what are we going to watch you do in the match? You know, like, it's like a, when I when we were, we were talking about this, I, I don't need to cut you off, but it's just because I'm mad, you know, because they were playing the beginning at the end. Roman Reigns should not be in the ring at the beginning of the show being terrified that Brock Lesnar is here. Yeah, yeah I get that, that he the pissed end. him it's off, true. Yeah. but he knows like he's playing it like he knows he's going to get run over in the car and all of this stuff. Shouldn't be. He should be confident. Should not give a fuck. He's got to look good in front of Paul Heyman and, and the two lads and mm -hmm. just fucking as if nothing's happening. And then it means so much more when Brock comes out of nowhere and does this terrifying stuff. They were already all terrified. And it just it's it's all you're already at that level. Yeah, you showed too much almost like, you, you know, showed yeah, they showed what you, you can't show that yet. The character doesn't know that he's about to get run over with the forklift. He's got to just become like, I don't care if fucking Brock's here. I'm a god mode. Yeah, and it could build up, you know. It, like you said, he could start with I don't care, and yeah, then all and then, of a like, sudden it's like a little bit more, happen. oh, no, I still don't care, and it just slowly builds to like, all right, I'm getting out of here because he's just crazy. Brock you be like, Brock is now crazy. I can't match that level of craziness because he's mad for mm. a reason because I did something yeah. to him. I can't get there because I didn't have that done to me. So, like, yeah, it was just rushed. It was just for, like you said, the surprise, the gimmick, the awe. Oh, look what he did. Ha, ha. I just didn't like it. Uh, They're going to replay this. It. They're going to use this clip over and over they have again. Already, it's going to yeah. be part of the package. Yeah, it's already being reworked and retooled yeah, so. and given, shoved down our throats. But So that being said, it doesn't matter to me because I'm sure they'll can have a great match. I'm still looking forward It'll to it. It'll be a toy, it. too. I'm just, yeah, I'm just forgetting <laughs> about this, putting it to the side. Didn't happen. Whatever. Move on. I didn't like it. I don't know if any of you have a comment on it. Uh. <laughs> For me, I think any of the spots that involve a Death. wrestler ripping something off of a car or destroying a car, I just can't believe it. There was the one that we had with Drew ripping apart a motorcycle a few months ago, and I was kind of and like, it became a toy. Yeah, yeah, it did. 
Don't get me wrong. I, I <laughs> understand. Yeah, it did, yeah. Bloody hell. <laughs> I understand that it makes somebody look tough and look bigger than they are and all that, but as somebody who watches wrestling in the, you know, post-reality era, I don't believe it. It doesn't work for me unless I... It takes me out of it. Yeah. yeah, it does take me out of it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I, it does make sense. Or sorry, yeah, it so, doesn't make sense. So, you know, the, the, the reign of Roman Reigns ups... Or not ups and downs, goods oh, and pitches. No, 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 we don't want to <laughs> get right. He's finally, no more yeah, goods. Uh-oh. His disappoint, disappoint. Yeah, um, what's it called? The streak is over. He's de- he's a down. He's got down. He's a pish. He's a pish. He's a pish. He's a pish. Roman pish. He's pish. a pish. Um, just a pish. Yeah. <laughs> just a pish. So that's it. One good. One pish. Thank you, Jason. That was awesome. It was good to hear your perspective. Oh, yeah. And uh, as you boo yourself, we all give you a little round of applause. Thank you. You should be booing yourselves. But we move it right back to you, Jason. You can take a moment, slow down. I know you're you're chumbling over your words here. Hold on a minute, you big ginger snake. Yeah. Why is it back to me? Technically, technically, as much as this is, and this is where you drop it in, Jason. Some work of the week. Uh. Kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Excellent. Uh, for anybody who's interested, that was me singing. So if you want to hire me for your wedding, please let me know. I will turn you down, but I'd love the invite. <laughs> um, so, as much as this is Jason's homework of the week. Brad, you're the one that set this homework, you big stinker. Yeah, so take so, the lead. So take the lead on it. I, mean, I set the homework? It was me? Yeah, yeah you, last you were week. there. You it was there. me, jobbers! It was me! It was me all along. It's me, Austin! There we go. B-R-A-D. <laughs> it was me. B-A-R-D. And, uh, I am here to give you Jason's homework of the week, which is a very fun one. One of the most important titles in the history of the wrestling business. Maybe the favorite title of many. It Mm. has been elevated to incredible levels. Some of the best wrestlers of all time have held this title. It used to mean that you were destined for stardom. If you got this belt, it meant so much. And then it became a fucking joke. The Intercontinental title is disrespected on the daily. Once in a while, we see a glimmer of hope. Someone like The Miz elevates the title. Someone like Sami Zayn, possibly the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, possibly the best wrestler to ever hold the intercontinental title. Right, it's debatable. Over red? Wow. <laughs> wow. So, wow. we are now getting into oh, wow. the four jobbers' <laughs> top four intercontinental champions of all time. I thought we chose one. Yeah, we're gonna do one each. Yeah, together. I just wanted to have an epic, well, uh, epic uh, build there. We just want, it was a clip, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Mark the clip, Jason. Uh, I think. Uh, uh. Anyway, um, Jason, why don't we start with you then? Why don't you give us your favorite intercontinental champion of all time? Um. So I'm gonna go with Rob Van Dam, which I kind what? of. Well, because I, oh. I kind of, like, when I was, I'm a huge, 
I was a huge Rob Van Dam fan, and my cousin and me watched wrestling all the time, and he was a huge Jeff Hardy fan. And they fought, mm. they went back and forth yeah. a lot. And in fact, Rob Van Dam beat Jeff Hardy, who was the European champion at the time, for both belts in a ladder match. So I, I, I don't remember specifically, but we must have watched that together. We, we, we like shoot, we're mad at each other when one or the other lost because we were younger and we took it for real. And that was the peak of my RVD fandom. And he was winning the, um, the Intercontinental Championship back then and it elevated him. He was super over with the crowd. I kind of wanted to say Shelton a little bit, but I was more of a Rob Van Dam fan. I know he's not Fair. immediately associated with the belt, but he did win it three times. Uh, every reign was at least over a month, I believe. So, you know, it wasn't just okay, like... Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I, I have the information here to confirm. Whoa. Rob, Rob Van Dam... Three times. Um, is a six-time Intercontinental what? Champion. Six times. Six, six times. Time. Time. You won it six times? Rob oh, Van Dam, six-time Intercontinental Champion, combined 224 days. Oh, yeah, he wow. won it in like 2006. Okay, so I was more a fan of the 2002 era, so he won it even after that. Wow, okay, good for him. So there, there you go. go. Even better. Yeah. Uh, Rob Van Dam, yeah, um, kind of a sneaky Great. pick. You don't yes, immediately think pick. you don't immediately think of him, but he had it six times. Wow! So there you go. Yeah. Uh, that's my guy, Rob Van Dam, one of a kind. One of a kind. He had some great matches for sure with other champions as well. Even and when he, he was winning, unified it. a lot of belts. The uh, the hardcore mm. belt and uh, that one European championship it was fantastic. Mm. Fantastic. Good call. Sleeper pick. Sleeper. Very very good. So we are going to go on to the waxy, the snaky, the venomous son of a dentist, the tarnished wax. Tarnished. Um, well, I'm glad Jason brought him up because I was going to say Shelton, and I am going to say Shelton. Whoa. Uh, and there's a couple nice. reasons for that. Uh, number one, Shelton is the first intercontinental champion I remember watching because he first won it in 2004. And that's when I really started being able to watch consistently. I was 13 back then. So when I was a bit younger, my mom didn't want me to watch the win. Uh, super often. So I had to watch it at friends' houses. I had to watch it kind of uh, in the basement uh, when it replayed on TSN at like 11.30 p.m. Uh, my mom had gone to bed. So I didn't have a ton of exposure to the intercontinental stuff because when I could watch, I tried to watch a lot of the main stuff and the important mm. stuff. Um, so Shelton is the first one I remember. And what was cool about Shelton's reign, his first one especially, is he won it at Taboo Tuesday, oh, where he Tuesday, wasn't yeah, the planned right. winner of that poll, mm -hmm. right? No. They, 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 uh, and we actually just saw. It. I don't know if you guys watched the Ruthless Aggression episode that contained yep. Taboo Tuesday. No, nope. um, they didn't plan. They, they didn't like fix the results. They were legitimate results, and so when Shelton was voted in. He first thought to cut a terrible promo, which he's not great, <laughs> a pro, not a great promo guy in the best of days, but he had to do it totally impromptu. And then he went out and won. And he held that for that. That reign lasted like six or seven months. I think Amazing. he's won the title three times. And, and for me, that's what the Intercontinental title always was. It was meant to be, uh, yeah, he's won it three times for about Amazing. a year total. And that's what Amazing. the Intercontinental title was for me in its spirit. And maybe it's not meant to be that. But for me, it was always kind of this, it's a title that this up-and-comer can hold, legitimize it. They still build momentum 
even if they're not in the main title picture yet, you know, it, this is a title that an Austin Theory could hold, that a Matt Riddle could have held, yeah. that uh, Apollo Crews should have done more with when he had it. Uh, those types of guys. When you're coming up from NXT, you should get into that intercontinental U.S. title picture. Um, so Shelton yeah. really best represented that for me. He's also a great wrestler. I'm a huge fan of his, despite his uh, lack of polish on the mic. He is one of the best athletes to ever Ever, I say the ever. best. I would say the best. Maybe the best yeah. athlete, pure athlete, to step into the ring. If not top three, top five. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. It's Brock, Kurt, Shelton. Yeah, Brock's yeah. a freak. Me. True. Jordan <laughs> fucking Deves, who we are now swinging the pendulum over to, the rugby and chill champion himself, the body. What up? What you got? Ezekiel Jackson. So, so, <laughs> I, you know, I, I went through the list of them. I was thinking about some of the guys that, you know, who do I think of? And I'm sorry, I, I, you, I know it's the obvious pick, but I can't not mention him as my favorite. He's been one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. He was always a guy who I admired on the mic and in the ring. It's got to be Chris Jericho. He's you know he's nine times nine times champion the most nine most. time champion uh total combined days of let me just double check this again 311 days recognized by wwe not the longest by any stretch of the imagination but i think for a similar reason that wax enjoys the ic title chris jericho was a great kind of interim champion because he's the kind of guy that can take a title legitimize it and then hand it off to the next guy. You know, yeah, if someone beats him for a title, it means a lot. It's, it's a massive thing, yeah. And I, I remember him, I'm pretty sure it was No Way Out in like 2000 or something like that. You've got Jericho losing the title to, again, I believe it's Kurt Angle. <clears throat> yep. um, in, in a triple threat between him, Kurt Angle, and Chris Benoit. And, you know, here's a guy who's, who's up and coming in the business. He's, he's very green at this point. And Jericho, who's pretty well established even by this point, has managed to, you know, he hands off that title to someone else. I understand it's not necessarily his decision, but he has a part to play in all of mm -hmm. this, right? And I think that's the thing that I love about the IC title the most is it gets handed, or it was, handed from one person who'd really earned it to another who is mm -hmm. the next person who earned it. It's almost like the... Um, you know, Roman Reigns getting the lay to see that say that he's like the next tribal chief. That's what the IC title felt like in the day. It was the title that was passed from the you know the next guy to the next guy to show that you're the next big thing. No pun intended. You know, I I love that about the IC title. It's great. But yeah, Chris Jericho has got to be my number one. Great match against Benoit. Ladder match, absolutely mm. incredible. Jericho and him, one phenomenal Canadian wrestlers. Uh, Putting it out there, Shelton Benjamin, Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio, RVD, all matches uh, that come to mind when you think of Jericho and the IC title. Absolutely. And just look at those guys that he feuded with. Like, that list is just nuts. Shelton beat Chris Jericho for his first yes. IC title. Absolutely. Exactly. exactly. So I did think that we were going in the direction of top. Our favorite is a little bit different, which is completely fine. Uh, Jericho was definitely on my list for sure. I did put Sami Zayn on my list. Just because I wanted to, just to say that what I said at the beginning to say that he's the, arguably the best wrestler, to ever. Yeah, probably not far. Off. Be intercontinental champion, but I mean then you're putting him up there with like uh, Shawn Michaels and stuff, uh, you know. But 
most memorable, I, I have to go with Razor Ramon. Uh, or maybe I'll go with Shawn Michaels. Or maybe I'll go with Brett the Hitman Hart. Yes, of course, when he beat Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam uh, in 1991. Then he fought Roddy Piper at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title. And he had him in like that, that sleeper hole. Do you think Brett's dead? He's bleeding. And he flips over him and does like that crazy, crazy, like an MMA pin almost. That, you know, it looked like real wrestling. It was just such a, such a good match. You what? What? My cat's screaming at me. And of course, Brett versus Sean in the first ever ladder match. And it was um, like a wrestling challenge TV show. It was only like a house show or something? Yeah. Yeah, it was something like that. But, you know, I just wanted to also shout out Razor Ramon because that's one of the most memorable, him holding the two titles his, uh, a little bit before you guys' time. But those are things that I remember because those are the, the VHSs we were getting from. Yeah. From he had the, it four uh, times, but his, I think he had like 400 days or something like a crazy razor so he's legit, legit one of the best long yeah. run razor is definitely one of the best to ever hold it and, and we're putting him in that class with bret hart who had an incredible run and you know if you're going to get the title off of bret hart race ramon you know and Shawn michaels battling with bret for the intercontinental title is is some of the early stuff that you see like okay you know sean can can uh, go with bret you know so that means he's going to be one of the best because bret's the best that that's doing it right now so Incredible, incredible memories uh, with the Intercontinental title for sure. Do you guys have a favorite version of the Intercontinental title, the belt itself? Not the new one. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not the new one. I like the one before this, the white belt. Yeah, the white the, belt was good. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's classic <laughs> that, belt. That's the best one, yeah. Beautiful. It's the perfect yeah, it's Intercontinental a, it's title. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful belt. Did they not introduce that? Um, was that not the Money in the Bank? No, sorry, not the Money in the Bank. They did the WrestleMania ladder match that Daniel Bryan won. Was that not when that was introduced? Was that uh, maybe somewhere around that? Didn't Cody Rhodes bring back the white one? Oh, maybe actually. Yeah, I remember Cody well, Rhodes bringing it back. I gotta say though, Cody. I wanted to shout out Sammy because he did have an incredible run. Shinsuke was the IC champion. He had a long run. Sammy was actually yeah, his manager, wrestle. his mouthpiece during that time. Mm-hmm. But then uh, at the Elimination Chamber in 2020, we have Nakamura, Cesaro, Zayn, Strowman. Sammy, you know, comes out the champion of that. So he's always put in these weird situations, but he always does amazing with it. Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak versus the Artist Collective. I don't know if you guys remember that at all. Absolutely just vaguely. This this stuff that you're doing with Sami Zayn, it's just crazy. And Sami Zayn wins uh, the title coming out of all that mess. WrestleMania 36, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. I remember a sick ladder match for the... Did you mention the ladder that? match coming up later? Yeah. Then you have like that one uh, was Hardy inc- versus Nakamura. That one was great because Sami Zayn wasn't wrestling due to COVID. Was it not Sami? There, tri- there was a triple threat Sammy, ladder match. Jeff and AJ. Yeah. Exactly. That That's the one that good came good. up. That, that was one at Clash is, of Champions. Oh. That one was so good. So and he had to and he, using the handcuffs to win and through Jeff Hardy's ear so and everything. Yeah, that so one. That's good. a memorable modern match. I think could stand the test of time. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. And just. Three incredible, three of the best ever modern era gods. And he ends up losing the Intercontinental title to Big E. Mm. We talked about he was so happy to be able to do that, obviously, and Big E deserved it. Uh, And it led to Big E being a champion as well. Um, Super champion. And then Sami Zayn, of course, most recent win, pre-announced, pre-recorded match. Well, we talked about spoilers earlier, right? And actually... Did we end up tuning in to watch and see what happened? Yeah, we did. So mm-hmm. maybe it's not a bad thing. I didn't watch uh, it live. 
I refused. I watched You're it on fused. YouTube after. And it's still huh. great because it's Sami Zayn. But then now he just lost it to Ricochet so that he can go fight Johnny Knoxville. And it's the way yeah. she goes. The, the, the thing I goes. find funny about, you talk about the prestige of the IC title. If you look at the reigns, like the length of the reigns, like yeah. in the There's 80s. There's a lot of transitional shit. Well, no, in the 80s, it's all like over 100 days, 400 days, 200 days, 300 days. And then all of a sudden you get to the mid-90s, it's like 20 days, 15 days, 2 days, 90 days, 80. It's yeah. like yeah. It's gradually just started tossing it around, you know? Yeah. Oh, well. Now, I'm, I'm noticing that Jason the Freak's eyes are permeating into the screen there. So I'm guessing that means that he has been looking up some stats about the uh, I got a title. list here, yeah. Well, can you turn away from it? There it is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I have some trivia. It's gone. Because we do have some trivia for Oh, you. I thought he was too steaming for trivia. Nah, I've, I've even done it. I've uh, looked them up, right? Legend. And I even... The was, Book of Destiny. I was looking through the book, and I was like, yeah, it's the book of destiny, <laughs> child. You know, <laughs> baby, we racking because we're fucking insane. I was looking okay. through it and I thought, what are we talking about in the, the show? We're talking about IC titles. So I'll bring hey. up two IC questions, right? Let's go. Bring them out. So I've got some trivia for you, but I, I guess Jason might have already ruined this for me. But I have two questions for you. I already forgot everything with, I looked at. Yeah, well, that's because <laughs> you're a freak. Um, so here we go. Some trivia coming at you from the mouth of the Deeves. I have two questions relating to the IC title. The first question is, as of 2002, how many men have had title runs for more than one year? Wow. As of 2002, I'll read that again. How many men have had title runs for more than one year with the IC title? And to clarify, one year straight. Okay. And to clarify, uh, 365 days in a year. Correct. Th- not a leap year. No Forget leap years. leap years. No leap years allowed. They are freak years. Uh, mm. so 2002. One full year. I'm going to say three. Jason's going for three. Four. Ooh, Ike's is going for four. My favorite number, three. Brad Breaker has gone for three. Bonus points if you name them. If you can name all three, I, I can name one. Right. There's three. Not one. Name all three, or let's move on to the next question. Oh, let's go. Come on. Honky name Tonk f- Man. Name. Okay. Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. And uh, it's Ricky Steamboat. I don't know. Fantastic. Thank you for your bonus point there, Jason. I would love to give you those points, but unfortunately, you were incorrect. There have not been three. Two, one. There has only been two. Whoa! Oh. Nobody gets it. And I will I, to add to this. That, eh? To add to this, <laughs> right? Even to this day, almost twenty years later than this book was bloody printed, right? Mm-hmm. There has still only been two. I looked it up. Hockey Talk Man is one, right? Yeah, Honky Talk sure. Man is one. And Jason was right. The other one is Macho Man Randy. Shinsuke must have came close, right? Shinsuke came damn close. Um, but unfortunately, he, if I'm, I went and had a look because I thought that as well. Shinsuke is 390 days, but he's had two reigns. Uh, um, 
So yeah, yeah, we're not we're not quite there with Shinsuke, unfortunately. So yeah, two men have beaten the year mark. Uh, so unfortunately, we got no points there. Sorry, Jason, you you th- you were right with the people you named, but named you overshot too many. the mark. Too many. You big, you're the Ricky Steamboat, Steaming Boat. That's what you are. Steaming Boat. Steaming Boat. Jason, the oh. Steaming Boat. Um, so let's move on to the next question. Here we go. Are you ready for this? <laughs> it. Jobbers, who was the first man to win the title? three times who was the first man to win the title three times I'm going to say Brett Razor going for Brett oh. going for Razor from Wax yeah. um, three I'm going to go I'm going to go Brett couple of Bretts and a Razor locked in yeah Interesting. The first man to win the title three times. Hey, yo. Whoa. It was. Nice. The late, the legend. Hey, yo. The the absolute king of the IC title. We talked about him a lot last week. I've talked about him a lot since. I've spoken to my friends. Do you know it's funny? In the last few days of, of talking about and seeing in the news and everything that about Scott Hall, I've spoken to more people who were wrestling fans who are now, wow. hey, I've just heard about this. And I'm like, yeah, no like it's, it's a thing that happened. You know, and there's been some talk, I guess, about whether I don't want to talk about how it happened too much but you know i've heard some stuff from people about how things went down and what happened in the the last few weeks and whatnot but more and more people outside of my wrestling bubble are starting to talk about this and that's good because it means we can remember this absolute king of a man yeah but exactly he was the first man to become the ic champion three times yeah Snapchat. Razor Ramon, yeah. Scott Legend. Hall. There we go. So well done, Wax. You got that one. So that means that coming out of this week, we've uh, we've only got Wax on <laughs> one point. So we'll add a wee point to the scoreboard for Waxy the Freak. Um, well done, you son of a dentist. Well done. And also, if, if you can, watch all the shoot interviews of Scott Hall possible because they're all great. Uh, yeah. Every single one. Yeah. So good. No, beautiful. But there you have it. That's your trivia. Thank you so much, Jordan, for that trivia. And thank you, Jobbers, for another excellent week of jobbing. Boys, I'm fucking steaming. Jason, do you have a specific homework for next week, or you just want to uh, figure it out as we go? Mm, I can't think of one. All right. Favorite European champions. (laughs) Oh, hell. D'Lo uh, Brown. Mine D'Lo would be D'Lo Brown, Brown for yes. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the <laughs> Razor Ramon Rocky of the Rocky. European title. Yeah. Favorite yeah, light heavyweight champions. Rocky Ta- Takamichinuku. There you go. King of the Michinuku driver. Mm. Maybe we can post what we're going to do as a whole. Yeah, let's post it. All right, we will post it. Jason will bring it to you. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Four Jobbers podcast. On behalf of the tarnished wax the body from Kirkcaldy and what of a kind they hate Jason I am Ginger Heat and we'll see you next freaking week
Sick of my nipples.